On the other hand, The other hand is in response to the original hand, which was the last episode. Fear of musical complexity. This one takes the countervailing view in that I believe there is also, on the other hand, a fear of true musical simplicity. Now, what do I mean by that? I don't mean simplistic music, because there's plenty of that, let's face it. What I mean is the idea that you can strip something down to its barest elements. A melody, chords, sons, a lot of production, a lot of tricks, and I'm all for production and tricks. Don't get me wrong. But as most of you know, production can be a means of hiding one's musical soul. Hiding behind the production is a way of avoiding actually saying anything or exposing one's musical and artistic self. Now, there's another side to this lack of simplicity, and that's in an area called modern classical or contemporary music in which composers long ago gave up on the idea of writing melodies that are direct and memorable. A tune. Now, what's wrong with a tune? I started out improvising something there, something like this. That's not exactly it. All that filigree doesn't really change this. exactly what I played but then again that was like a good four and a half minutes ago and I kind of forgot now all this stuff you may say what's the point of all that well it's kind of a commentary on that simple four note theme sort of I 
point to this chord changes. about something simple like this is you could build build something more complex upon it So that's kind of nice. Took a simple, basically a four-note motif. Well, if you add that part to it, it's a two-part motif. Kind of a uh, question and answer, call and response. And then I just built something upon it. But as complex as some of the passage work was there, the simple musical line was easy enough to follow. Why is that important? It's because if your fundamental musical statement, your theme, is impossible to follow, you have no narrative. You have no story that we, the listener, can grab onto. It would be like having a character in a story, whether it's a novel, a screenplay, or whatever, who simply was impossible to identify. Maybe this character had so many traits, was not the same person every time you saw them, they looked different, had nothing that you could grab onto or identify with. So the idea to me of starting with simplicity or at least something recognizable, the power of it is that we can follow along. We can go on a journey with that character, that theme. So when I spoke of modern classical music, which is a contradiction in terms when you think about it, but composers being afraid of simplicity, a simple, memorable, theme that you could follow. What this is really about is they've lost touch with the fundamental aspect of making music, which is melody and soulful melody, melodies that we could sing. Now, this does not mean that every melody you write is singable. There are numerous examples in classical period music, jazz, where the melodies are complex, say bebop melodies, say something like Charlie Parker's um, Confirmation. Now that's not something you would probably go whistling 
unless you were a bebopper yourself. But normally, those kinds of melodies, or say the melody in a fast Beethoven scherzo in a symphony or a piano sonata, those are effectively kind of dance movements, more rhythmical in nature. The fundamental thing about that is the rhythm. But when we're talking about slower song-like movements or even medium-tempo song-like movements, if the melody itself is impossible to discern, you've got a problem. My point is, we shouldn't be afraid of musical complexity, but we should always remember that musical complexity has to arise out of fundamentally simple, discernible musical ideas. (laughs) 